Welcome back, everyone. This is the Motive Podcast. I am Shaden Bertinoli, a licensed therapist and your host. And if you can hear this incredibly annoying noise, someone decided to take an oil drum and cut the thing in half. Like who, who does that in the middle of like office buildings? Is there, maybe I should just do the podcast about it. Like what's like the, you know, what's the meaning and all that, you know, like, holy moly. Cause it's like, I need to get this done now, but he's ripping this thing apart. And, uh, it's just funny. Isn't that like, it's just life, right? Like you want to do something, you want to get something done. You, you have, you think you have things planned and ready and there's just always background noise. So how do you tolerate it? There you go. We can talk about tolerance. How much, if that noise is like an emotion, there you go. If that noise is emotion, maybe we'll do that. We'll just do the podcast. And if that noise comes on, we'll see. Like, I don't know if he's done or what, but it's like, it's emotion, you know, and, and, and we can still do things. And, but yet some, there's times we have to just tolerate the noise, you know, and, and it doesn't mean it's going to go away. And, and, uh, it doesn't mean things are just going to be all great, but you just tolerate it. And I think those that tolerate emotion best and most make better decisions overall and uh, are happier. So yeah, I'm a little bit distracted because of it. So let me get focused here. So I've, uh, in, in praying and just kind of thinking about what I wanted to talk about with this podcast today, I, I, I don't think this is going to be a long one. I, I feel this really powerful desire inside to, to just yell at you and tell you to give yourself a freaking break. Um, I know you're listening to these podcasts to help improve your life. You're trying to figure stuff out. You, you know, you have problems in your life and you, there's things you struggle with and in every role that you have, you know, whether it's being a mother, father, son, daughter, I don't, you know, whatever husband, you name it. There's, we all have struggles and everyone, can you just, I just wish, I just wish you could sit in my office for a week. I think you would see you would see how normal all of your life is like not just like the stuff you're going through right now but like everything and the emotions that go along with it are normal and you would see emotion in other people that you would just you would feel so much compassion for them and you would just you would you'd feel so much love because you just see how you relate so much to the human experience and and yet in your own experience you are so rude to yourself and unmerciful and unkind and honestly you believe in Jesus but I don't think you do I don't think I know you I think you believe in him I think you believe there is a Jesus but I don't it's like do you really believe in him for you that mercy exists, that forgiveness exists, that, that this life is a journey. It's dirty. It's tough. It's, it's so raw. Like it's the definition of raw. Like there's nothing more raw than life. Like life is what creates the definition of raw and no one gets out without living life. And yet when the rawness is real and is, 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 a, is, is alive and well, it's like, we're not, we think we're not supposed to have it. 
whether that's emotional, whether it's experiences, something tragic, trials, difficult things, you know, relationships, you name it, mental illness. It's raw. And I'm convinced that the perspective that we take is everything. The perspective we choose to to have with what happens to us is the difference between peace and no peace. And so I, I just, I just felt this urge to be nice <laughs> to, to, for you to, to, to stop hurting yourself so much. And, and you're being bullied to give credit where credit is due, right? Satan wants to kill you. He wants to murder you. He wants to destroy you. He doesn't want to just like injure, like destroy. He wants to get you to die when you're not supposed to. And like, I don't, I don't see sometimes, I don't see in it, the fight, you know, like if someone was threatening your kid with their life, what would you do? If someone was threatening your, you know, your, your, just anyone you care about, especially if it was like life threatening, but even if it's just like straight up bullying and taunting and, in other words, what if what if you heard somebody else being spoken to the way that you speak to yourself or the way that Satan speaks to you? Would you just like agree with it? Would you just like, oh yeah, I really do. I suck. Yeah, it's true. Like I'm a terrible mom. I'm a terrible daughter. I'm a terrible son. Like it's true. Like I, I'm just, I'm never going to be able to achieve anything. Like w- would you say those things? Would you just accept them? You wouldn't like you'd fight. You might even kill, right? You might even like defend, defend yourself with like, like, or sorry, defend them like with such vigor and like animosity, even like just like straight up, like I will kill you. You mess with my kid. Like you're done. And yet you make a, ten dollar mistake and it's like you're the most worthless person on the planet at some point there has to be a pivot and the pivot has to be when am I going to start having the same compassion with myself as I do with other people or no offense when are you going to have half the compassion you have for yourself that you have for other people. Even half. I'd be content with that. And I speak from experience. When it comes to like the good coaches and the bad coaches that every sports teams have, I've never been the the good coach for myself. I've always been the guy that rips myself a new one until about mm, six years ago. Does it mean I'm not accountable? Heck no. I'm extremely accountable still with what I do. Do I shame myself? Yes. Do I am I do I get super angry with myself? Yeah. But but then I fight back because I realize what I'm doing again. I realize I'm in my pattern and I fight back. And I fight back mentally. That's where the real fight takes place. That's the trenches is between your ears. What are you going to do? If someone calls your kid a loser? You're just going to say, no, he's not. (laughs) No, he's not. 
No, he really isn't. He isn't a loser. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> Someone said to your kid, hey, you know what? Your, your kid just like, he's, he's fat and ugly. He's unlovable. Because you say that. Or Satan says it to you. And you, you just look at, do you just say, no, no, he isn't. He isn't that. Heck no. Right? Heck no. You have a list of evidences that suggest otherwise. You have a list of spiritual truths, a testimony that says otherwise. You have a list of scriptures. You have a list of quotes. You have things that you truly, truly believe in that when you need them most, you're throwing them out the window. You're just throwing them right out the window, not using them. So why have them? It's like the classic, you know, food storage that never gets used. Who wants to eat like 20-year-old sardines, right? I don't know what the difference between between a year-old and a 20-year-old. I don't think it probably makes a difference. But still, right? You just let it, let it you're just going to let it go to waste. And you're waiting, you're waiting to be fixed, to be happy. You're waiting to repair how defective you are so that after that, then maybe you can have Jesus. Then you, then you deserve some love. Then you deserve a little bit of joy. But until then, just sit there and fix it. Just focus on self-improvement every day of your life. Improve this, improve that, fix this, fix that. I'm broken, I'm broken, I'm broken, I'm broken. And when I'm not broken, then I will be lovable. It's it's one of the biggest satanic spells that's ever been casted upon us that we all have taken in. And and I hope you're hearing me. I'm not I'm like I I am not I, I love empathy, but I'm also like I'll get after it. Like I'm I'm accountable and I'll and I'll if you've watched me parent, I can I can overparent, that's for sure. Like life's life's tough and it's about suffering, right? Life is suffering. And so this isn't about like just making things butterflies and rainbows. But it's about making it at least a bit fair. Can we can we make can you make your life a little bit more fair? Like that if, if this is a competition, right? This isn't this isn't boys versus girls. Like, no offense, boys are going to win in most girls' sports. Now, fast pitch softball, no, they won't. Those girls will crush you. It's awesome. But there's just an advantage. So level the playing field with yourself, which means you've got to begin to focus on the things that are real, the truth. And the truth is you're not as bad as you think you are. The truth is you, you have struggles, and it has nothing to do with your worth. The truth is you're not worthless. You've got to fight back. Just taking it isn't what it's about. It is not what it's about, right? I'm thinking about this uh this uh this talk or this poem that uh I looked up a long time ago, but I don't know where it is now. Where is it? Let's see if I can find it real quick.
Sorry. It's kind of weird putting you guys on pause. Here it is. Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear, I'll just say it, your, your deepest fear is not that you are inadequate. Your deepest fear is that you are powerful beyond measure. It's, it is your light, not your darkness, that most frightens you. You ask yourself, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be that? You're a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. You are born to make manifest the glory of God that is within you. It's not just in some of you. It's in everyone. As we let and as you let your, your own light shine, you unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As you are liberated from your own fear, your presence automatically liberates others. It's Marianne Williamson. That's everything I'm trying to say right now. Humility is not thinking less of yourself, right? We've heard it. You don't, you just don't realize. And and that's why I feel this, this, I I feel so empowered right now in in saying all these things to you. It's, you've got to wake up. The, the world needs light. You cannot fight darkness with darkness. It, it, it needs light. And fixing your weaknesses, it still neglects strengths. Do you know that? Am I against fixing some weaknesses or improving some weaknesses? No. Is it the purpose of life, though? No. You came with strengths for a reason. Use them. And isn't it by chance, <laughs> which it isn't, but don't you think that in the healthy and honest pursuit of achievement of your strengths, of, of fulfilling your strengths, that your weaknesses might actually become great? You've got to focus in this way. Waiting, procrastinating your own light doesn't serve anybody and every one of you listening to this has immense light such amazing light and that light is even seen in your defects it's even seen it's it's seen in your humanity it's seen in love it's seen in connection it's seen in holding someone else accountable when they do something that you know they're not supposed to do This game of fear that this stupid government and everything else is is endlessly per- throwing down our throats. You've got to fight it with light, with truth, with with you. It all starts from within. 
You want to fix the country? Start with yourself. You want to fix your family? Start with yourself. And it's not by just going directly to problems. It's by going to strength. And admit it. Please admit it. Your strengths scare the crap out of you. There are times when the strengths you have, they terrify you. And you run away. And then we we shelter ourselves in our problems. And we think we're being righteous by trying to fix our problems. When in all reality, we're avoiding our strengths. We're avoiding what we can do. We're avoiding faith. Because faith would say, I'm going to go do the thing that I know I'm supposed to do, regardless of the fact that I have weakness. Fear is saying, I will, I have to overcome weakness before I'll ever act, before I'll do. I won't connect with my partner until we're fixed. I won't do anything vulnerable with them until we're fixed. Well, guess what? It's not going to work. You want to fix your marriage? Start connecting. Oh, you think you have to, everything in the past has to be forgiven first? You're wrong. You're wrong. Start connecting. Start doing the things now that you would do if you were already healed. Oh, you can't do that because you're anxious? No, actually you can. Anxiety is just an emotion. And it can get really strong. But coincidentally, doing the thing that creates anxiety is what takes it away. Oh, so you want to wait till your till your anxiety's gone until you t- until you do the thing that is scary? Never going to happen. I can go on and on. You can feel it, right? There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. Is that not the exact opposite of what's happening right now in our world? The entitlement, the narcissism that is existing, that when someone, that, that, that some generation thinks that if you make me feel insecure, that I get a protest about it, that I get to try to change the entire world because I feel something. That's a load of crap. Deal with it. It's okay to make people feel uncomfortable. They need it. You need it. You need the truth. You need to be told the truth. And so do they. So who's going to tell them the truth if the person closer to them that sees the truth doesn't say it? Exactly. Nobody. This is the... 60th or 61st podcast that I've done. And I've never felt better clarity about any message I've ever shared. I didn't prepare for this. I just turned the microphone on. And don't you think it's funny that it started with chaos? I don't believe in coincidences. And I was tempted to not do the podcast because he was cutting his barrel Well, what happened to the barrel this entire time? It's gone. I beat the darkness with light.
then you can too.